can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. Alright, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy Duplacito, and the Celtics come out with a massive 130-108 win against the Los Angeles Lakers. The rivalry is renewed. The Celtics looked good. Take away the first quarter, the Celtics looked good. But we'll talk about all that. Going to follow today's podcast, same as usual. Run through player of the game, run through the highs, the lows, and talk a little bit about this rivalry and what it means to the Celtics team. Try to keep this one short for y'all, but here we go. Want to get things started with player of the game, and I have been struggling with this, watching this game. I was struggling with this, going back and forth. Uh, Jason Tatum scored 37 points today. Played fantastic, but I have to give player of the game to Marcus Smart tonight. Marcus Smart ended the night 22 points, five rebounds. uh, I'm sorry, eight rebounds, six assists, and a steal. One turnover on the night. And probably the stat of the night, nine of 13 from the field, one of two from three. So Marcus Smart did absolutely everything that Celtics fans want him to do. He didn't shoot a lot, but every shot that he took was downhill. He got to the rim, he posted people up, and played fantastic. You know, this is a this is a game where you saw Jason Tatum probably have his one of his best games of the season, if not the best game of the season. Shooting percentage was up. He was going downhill. He was getting to the line. A great game for him. Really was. But Marcus Smart, in the first quarter alone, and I think this is, you know, really what solidified it, the Celtics would have been down 20 points if Marcus Smart wasn't playing in that first quarter. He had a great post up on Rondo, a good drive, a short range right after, and one drive. They get 11 points. In the first quarter alone. And I just think like in a game where you got outscored 38 to 30 in the first quarter. Marcus Smart having 11 of those is massive. It's massive. The Celtics just would have been doing nothing if it weren't for him keeping them in this game. You know, at the end of the day, Jason Tatum had an unbelievable performance But Marcus Smart just did all of the little things. And you look towards the end of the game, like he had a lot of just great defensive plays too. Jason Tatum got torched a couple times by Russell Westbrook. He was trying to play up on him too many times and was just getting blown by. And it was giving the Lakers some pretty good shots. And they didn't have the the best game shooting down the stretch. Uh, But overall, like... You know, after after Tatum got torched a couple times, they switched Marcus Smart onto him. He gave him a, he gave Westbrook a little bit of space, moved back, and just played him lights out. Russell Westbrook tried to drive on him. Marcus Smart forced a very tough shot. 
Like he blocked basically the Westbrook drive. Westbrook had to dish it out with the shot clock winding down and someone just chucked up a bad three. And that's basically the name of the game tonight. Marcus Smart just defensively has continued to just show out. Like we know Marcus Smart is, you know, defensive minded. We know that he's going to give it everything he has on the defensive end. Offensively tonight, though, this was probably his best game. Like you look at it, nine of thirteen from the field. He didn't. T- he took two threes all night. Like we've seen Marcus Smart get on get on hot streaks and take ill-advised threes, and that's what almost every Celtics fan just hates him for. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use that word. I'm not gonna say that I hate him. I think he's played fairly well minus the first five games whatever past that seven straight games seven seven straight games had five plus assists i think he's limited the shots that he's taken uh he's looked really good he's looked really solid i know a lot of people are going to disagree he's the most polarizing player in boston and now not even i don't even think just celtics i'm just saying like in boston sports i think he's probably the most polarizing player but people are so stuck in history that they're ignoring what's happening. And people are just going to, it's the same thing with Grant Williams. Grant didn't have a great game tonight. So maybe it's not a good example after today, but Grant is playing significantly better this year than what people are giving him credit for. Marcus Smart is just that person. Like people just look at the things he's done and just assume that that's the player he is and they won't allow for adaption, adoption. And that's what he's been doing. Marcus Smart has been playing a great, great brand of basketball lately. And it showed tonight. Defensively, he covered AD, covered LeBron, he covered everybody. And just played a great game. And, you know, the guy right behind him, again, it's hard to give it a player of the game award to someone that doesn't score 37 points. Uh, But Jason Tatum tonight was fantastic as well. You know, four of nine from three, but end of the night, 13 of 26, you know, percentage wise, that's a pretty good number for him. You know, normally we see more threes with shot attempts that high. So it's good to see Jason Tatum finally just driving to the hoop. This was a game where he got downhill a lot. A lot, a lot. You know, 7 of 7 from the free throw line. Solid. 37 points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals, and a block. Only one turnover. Only one turnover. The guy just, he played one of his best games of the season and this is just such a huge game and it's understated how important this is the celtics lakers rivalry is one of the best rivalries in all of sports and maybe it's just because i'm from boston i'll say the other the next best thing is red sox yankees i don't know if that's just a boston thing to say or not but like these are the these are the rivalries that just drive everything in sports like celtics lakers one of the best of all time and jason tatum came out and performed 
came out and performed. And what I like most about this game is none of the guys played massive minutes. All of them 34 and under. Tatum and Dennis Schroeder, 34 minutes. The rest of them under. Al Horford, 32. Smart, 30. Like, this is just a, it's a good win. It's a real good win. One of the things the Celtics just did really, really well tonight was attack the paint. I talked about it with Marcus Smart. I talked about it with Jason Tatum so far. But 56 points in the paint. 16 of them in the third quarter. Like, the Celtics are getting downhill. The Celtics are moving the ball down low. And this is something they've struggled with for a large portion of this season. The Lakers are one of the worst teams in the league with allowing points in the paint. But the Celtics took advantage of that. And that, to me, is what's important. You look at, the, you look at really where the Celtics have been recently... We're still relying a lot on ISO ball. We're still relying on a lot of threes. Like tonight, the team only took 30 threes. And I know that still is a a lot. But when you're averaging 42-ish, somewhere upper, like over 40, only shooting 30 is pretty good. Like when you're taking about 50%, of your shots from three on the season being way under that is pretty awesome to see. So I'm, I'm very happy with the way this Celtics team played today. You know, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, both played a a excellent game of basketball. The other guy minus the turnovers was Dennis Schroeder, you know, 21 points, six rebounds, six assists, pretty good, efficient, Shooting night, 8 of 14 from the field. He did have four turnovers. Most of those were early on, though. I want to say three of those four were in the first quarter. And that kind of killed us, and I'll talk about that briefly in the second half. But Dennis Schroeder, late in the game, just turned it up again. And you know this is a rivalry game for him. You know that he has a chip on his shoulder. He turned down a massive bag, a massive extension that the Lakers offered him, $88 million, four years, something along those lines. And he turned it down, ended up, thought he, thought he deserved more, ended up signing for way less. And he's not very happy about it, right? And I wouldn't either. I mean, it is what it is. It's kind of him and his agents fuck up there. Uh, but Dennis Schroeder came out tonight. This is a, we talked about it a couple podcasts ago, but this is really the the Dennis Schroeder revenge week. And didn't have the greatest game against Atlanta, uh, but played really well tonight. Really well tonight. And the the next game is against the Thunder tomorrow. So again, like he's got his three straight games against former teams. And tonight was a solid performance. Again, you take out the first quarter, you take out the turnovers. This is a solid game for him. And that's what you need. It's what you really need. The other guy in the starting lineup tonight played really, really well was Al Horford. And you go back to when he was on the team in 2018 
where he was a, I want to say it was a second team, all defensive team. Like this right here, this game is a case for him making second team all defense again. Defensively, what he was able to do tonight was outstanding. Like Anthony Davis pretty much had his way. He was doing anything he wanted early on. 15 points in the first quarter. Uh, ended with 31. So it's still a solid, solid game for him. But Al Horford really, really made him work in quarters two through four. And it wasn't just AD. He was switching on to everybody. He played a lot against LeBron James also. But they were trying to switch, trying to get him in a mismatch. And Al Horford just held his own. Played a really solid game. End of the night, 18 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, and a block. And the block was hella impressive late in the game. It was a great, it was a big block on Westbrook in transition. Just, like, bodied him up, swatted it back. And this is this is what the Celtics have gotten all season long. Like this is no fluke. Al Horford is playing excellent basketball this season. Defensively, he's been fantastic. So really solid game for him. The other guy that I do need to mention is Josh Richardson. And this is a guy, honestly, you watch this game. You didn't see too much of him. He didn't force shots. He took shots that were there. Uh, but he also led the team in plus minus. Plus 27 on the night. Josh Richardson, 15 points, 4 rebounds. On fairly efficient shooting. 5-11 from the field. 1-3 of three from, the, from 3. 4-6 or six from the free throw line. He got downhill. He took shots that were there for him. And just played the game well. Defensively, he had a solid game. Uh, but you look at it like I don't, I don't recall a bunch of baskets from. I don't recall 15 points worth of baskets. But he ended the night with 15 points, and obviously it was super efficient. Plus 27 on the night. You know this is a it's a, it's a weird game because you look at the the bench. We had Richardson at plus 27. We had Cantor at plus 21. And then we had Romeo Langford at plus 19. All three of those were higher than any starter. Which I think is just bizarre considering. But, you know, it just goes to show the Celtics bench, while they did, they got outscored, but they didn't, I wouldn't say they played fantastic they held their own you know you could afford to put in Richardson or uh, you know Romeo Cantor in some of these lineups and I like that Ime Odoka didn't go with an all bench lineup like he has in certain parts of other games because these guys just played well within the other players whether it be Tatum or Smart or Schroeder like, they came in, they weren't forcing stuff, but they were just playing solid basketball. And that's what you love to see. That's what you love to see. Overall, it's a better shooting night. 44 of 88, so 50% from the field. 
11 of 30 from three. So 36.7%, which is about the league average. So it's better than what we've seen by far. So that's good. But you look at it, 22 assists. I think we did a good job of moving the ball today. Turnovers, 12. However, in the first quarter alone, we had seven. So only five turnovers in the remaining three quarters. So this is like, these are just good things to look at. Like overall tonight, solid game. Take out the first quarter, solid, solid game. Again, outscored 38-30 in the first. Celtics outscored the Lakers 30-23 in the second. Outscored 33-21 in the third. Outscored 37-26 in the fourth. One bad quarter. That's all it was. One bad quarter for the Celtics. And they absolutely torched them the second, third, and fourth. And that's what you love to see. With that being said, not all was good. We'll talk about the first quarter here and where the collapse has happened. Before we do so, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. The NHL season is underway and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. New customers can bet just $1 on NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter if it's a one-time clapper or a deft deflection, however they light the lamp, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear, and the best part is... All Venture Greens Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CELTICSTAKE15, that's CELTICSTAKE15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, let's talk some negatives here. I'm going to keep this section real short because at the end of the day, Playing three great quarters, one bad quarter. I'm not going to talk a lot about it, right? So you look at today's game. 
And I've already talked about the Celtics being outscored 38-30 in the first quarter. And a lot of it came down to turnovers. Celtics had seven turnovers in the first quarter that led to 15 or 14 points off of turnovers. And that's bad. Nine first half turnovers. And you look at just the way that the Celtics played early on. The defense was atrocious. Anthony Davis was getting whatever he wanted. Again, 15 points in the first quarter. And it just didn't go well. He was getting to the line. They got to the, they got, they were in the bonus with like seven minutes left in the first quarter. Seven minutes left. So five minutes in, we were, we had already reached the penalty. Tatum had two quick fouls. Schroeder had two quick fouls. And it was just ugly. It was ugly to start. The, the Lakers overall shot really well from the field today. 46% from the field, 40% from three. Got to the line 24 times. Like realistically, in the first quarter, they did a lot of their damage there. Again, they scored 108 points on the game. Not a crazy amount, right? I think the, the Celtics defense is still solid tonight. But 38 points, and they averaged like 22 the rest of the way through, or 23 points the rest of the way through each quarter. That's a 15-point swing. And a lot of it was just heavy, heavy Anthony Davis. And I don't know if that was a lot of Grant Williams. Like, it's not a matchup that, he should ever be put in, but he played a lot against Anthony Davis and LeBron James. And Grant Williams has played solid for the majority of the season. I've, I've said it in the podcast a bunch. He doesn't deserve the hate that he's been given, uh, but this is just not a good matchup for him. Like the, the, the Lakers just far out talent him. They're far bigger than he is. It's not a matchup that he should be thrust in. And while they did get the better of him, Ime Adoka just made adjustments and tried to switch up lineups. They tried to switch up who's guarding who. They figured it out. They figured it out. So this is a this is an important time for the Celtics. We've got a four-game homestand. The Celtics just won game one, but we're playing OKC in Houston in our next two games. We end the month in Brooklyn, which is obviously a tough one. Uh, but OKC and Houston, two games that are very winnable. And it could put us two games over 500. Nobody wants to be over 500. Nobody wants to be at 500. But at this point in the season, you got to be, you got to just got to take what it is at this point. Like, 8 and eight's not great, right? But after beating the Lakers today, who also have not been playing well, you got to be happy with this win. You got to take it in stride and move on to the next game. We have a back-to-back, so we do play tomorrow night uh, against OKC. And they like to run. It's a fast team. It's a young team. Uh, but this will be, be a... 
a good stretch of basketball, hopefully for the Celtics team. But as far as tonight goes, I just wanted to talk real briefly. And again, I'll keep this very short, but how important this Celtics Lakers rivalry is. Like you saw everybody out tonight, like arguably two of the best Celtics to play. Bill Russell, Paul Pierce made it out tonight. Bill Russell, probably the greatest Celtics. Paul Pierce, I don't know if I'd call him the second best. I'm definitely not going to call him that. But he is my favorite Celtics player of all time. Again, I never never really got to see Larry Bird, Bill Russell play. So I grew up with Paul Pierce. Uh, so my two, my two guys were both there tonight cheering them on. And it's, it's just one of those rivalries that people just, they need to tune in for. And while the Lakers have kind of a, a hodgepodge team this season, at least it's still the Lakers. It's still LeBron. It's still AD. Like it's still a good team. It's, it's a, it's more like a 2008 all-star team that they've put together. They're a little bit past their primes at this point. Uh, but it's an exciting team. If you put, if you look at it on paper, it's a fun team to watch. Uh, but the Celtics, the Celtics just pulled together an outstanding win. And while they're doing all of this without Jalen Brown, and that to me, I think is the most important, impressive part of this stretch of games. The Celtics have played excellent basketball and they've been without arguably their best player this season. And I know he's played in about as many as he's missed at this point. So it's tough to say that, but Jalen Brown's been nothing short of fantastic. Like he leads the team in three point percentage by far. It's not even close. So it's just, it, it's, it's impressive. No Robert Williams tonight either. So again, two of their starters not playing and they just came out firing on all cylinders and you just love to see it. You love to see it. Anyways, that's where I'm going to wrap up today. I kept this one short for you, but if you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics till I die. And more importantly, make sure to rate, review the podcast, and make sure to tune in tomorrow night. Celtics, Oklahoma City Thunder, game two of our four-game road stretch. Have a good night, Celtics fans. Talk soon. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic.